Thank you for joining us today for Wandering in the Word, where we read and discuss the upcoming week's lectionary texts at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. Ah, welcome everybody to Wandering in the Word again this week from the FLC Travel Room. We're in the basement classroom and I think once we read our passages for today you might get a sense of why we chose this particular setting for this conversation. We're talking about the text for Sunday, July 3rd, coming right up, Independence Day weekend. Yeah. Which and it feels like kind of the middle of the summer. Don't say that. Oh, yeah, don't say that. Not middle. No, we're still very much close to the beginning of the summer. Yeah. It stretches out in front of us. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of opportunity to talk about scripture. Yay. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we just dive in and do that then? Yes. Well, we can start with our gospel reading for July 3rd, which comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 11 and 16 to 20. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you, listens to me. And whoever rejects you, rejects me. And whoever rejects me, rejects the one who sent me. Now the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the Spirit submits to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well. Okay, that's quite a mission they're mm-hmm. sent out. Yes, sent out two by two to go and clean your sandals off on the road and <laughs> go eat with people and ask to stay with them. and. That would be so awkward. I mean, yes. I know that was a different culture and hospitality was a way of life. It was an expectation in that society. But this would be so very foreign to us in this day and age. Yes. Like, you want what? You're going to stay at my house? <laughs> really? God told you to stay at my house? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Um, yeah, you know, I'm getting ready. I'm packing for uh, vacation for, I'm taking off here soon. And, um, you know, I, I was like thinking about this text because I could technically just hop on a plane, land someplace, and I would be able to get by, mm-hmm. right? Credit cards, whatever, got cash. 
Although it isn't, maybe that, you know, when you're not supposed to bring a, a no purse, purse with you, yeah. maybe that's... And it's cheating. No bag. It's cheating. <laughs> no sandals. Think how fast you get through security with no shoes. Yeah. I mean, just, they might be very confused, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably not what it means. Like, just go someplace, you know, and that would be hard. Yeah. I, I you know, they're, they're not even supposed to greet people that they pass by yeah, on the road. Like, yes. they are supposed to be so focused on this one mm -hmm. mission and like don't don't get sidetracked don't yeah. don't do tangential things even if they're really good like this is this is your thing um and go go get it done go get it done yeah um i did hear somebody say i don't know how much truth there is to it but like the that idea of greeting actually is like it doesn't mean like you can say like hi but it's like you don't stop and have like a I guess a, a, a conversation, you know, like, like we do in, in North Dakota. Oh, are you, what's your last name? What are you from? Oh, are you, do you know my uncle? Yeah, are you related, are you related, to, related to this person? Yeah. You know, um, I don't think it was meant to be rude, but it's definitely meant to be like focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like get to your, do what you're supposed to do. I know even, yeah, today there are societies and cultures where it's kind of rude if you stop to talk to someone, if you don't ask them about their parents and their siblings oh. and their, yeah. if you don't like kind wow. of really invest it's kind of rude so maybe Jesus is saying just you know for the sake of this mission kind of don't don't go there. yeah yeah um yeah it, it, it is an interesting story here there's actually weird it seems like there's a couple kind of cliches that are kind of like woven throughout this the one about you know uh Jesus watching Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning and how much kind of story and legend we've put into where where satan came from and his origins and some of it originates here um the the whole like i think they're called uh was it the snake oh, snake handlers snake charmers snake charmers um, the, like there's actual churches that have you know have taken this these verses very literally and to show their faith um you know, we'll hold venomous snakes and different things. Ooh, and, oh, um, <laughs> and if you get bit and you die, then it's just because you lacked faith. Oh, I'd be gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, nope. it means you lacked faith. I mean, right here it says, you know, you'll have authority of snakes and scorpions. Whoa. Nothing, and nothing will, will hurt, hurt you. you. And nope. so if they do, then that's on you. <laughs> yep, I deserve it. I'd be screaming. You deserve it, yeah. Um, the snake would be like, why is this lady screaming at me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for the sake of your children and family, maybe just stay with Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah not, let's not do let's that. Let's not take this literally, please. Um, but, yeah, it is, I mean, I, I kind of wonder about this text and the, like, when was the last time that, like, I, I just kind of went out on a, a trip or on a, a walk or to the store or anything, like, kind of open to, like, what God might be up to? Mm -hmm. Like, where, you know, where, who might cross my paths or who might I talk to or my, whose story might I listen to or who like what what could happen I I tend to be I mean in this story too like the you know, Jesus says you know go where you're supposed to go do what you're supposed to do but what if what we're supposed to do is like listen for people or to be open to what the spirit's activity next time we're at the store it, it might be surprising like who God might kind of just put in our path for a moment to 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 meet doesn't mean we have to like Tell them about Jesus and thump them with the Bible, but like, you know, we just people are interesting. Bit you know? by a snake. Or bit by a snake. <laughs> no, I during my like pastoral formation, I remember answering a question I think from my candidacy committee or something about 
you know, what's your kind of schedule and, and whatever. And it, it talked about like, you know, I'm a, I'm a planner. So mm -hmm. I have my to-do list and I kind of structure my day so that I get everything done and I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to, you know, and then you're like, well, wait, like, how do you know that you're not planning the Holy Spirit out of your mm. day? When you set out with your agenda and your plan like that, yeah, are we missing these times when actually Jesus is maybe sending us a different direction than we, you know, perceived ourselves at the outset. So, yeah, how do we kind of hold that, hold yeah. both pieces and kind of walk walk that uh, narrow line there? Yeah, so I, I'm going to have a confession. I visited okay. another church on Sunday. I'm not going to say which one. But, um, so Denise and I went, and we, uh, we went to the coffee hour afterwards, which was very uncomfortable and awkward. <laughs> like, if for anybody who ever wants to know what it's like to be a visitor at a church, I really encourage you, go to some other church where you don't know anybody, and just, like, see what it feels like to walk down into a basement, mm -hmm. which this church had, and to, like, go up to the coffee and grab that and your donut and then go and sit down. I had flashbacks to sixth grade, oh, no. like nobody's yeah, yeah. business. Cause you're like, you look out and you're like, I don't know a single person. Like yeah. who is the safe? To sit with. Yeah. And I, we kind of, we literally sat there, stood there kind of like a good, I bet 30 seconds kind of scouring this, mm -hmm. this fellowship hall going, where do we sit? Cause nobody invited us mm -hmm. in anything. No and one so, jumped up to say here. No, so we, we went and sat down eventually and we ended up sitting at a table with all other visitors. <laughs> Because no, they couldn't find a place to sit yeah, either. All the outcasts. All the kind of outcasts who weren't part of the church, um, who didn't have somebody to sit to with and talk mm -hmm. with. And um, the, the whole point of that, we had a lovely conversation with two different people, um, all because, not me, but Denise was very much more outgoing than I was. Like, we sat down and just, like, talked to someone mm -hmm. with no agenda. No, like, we weren't trying to get them to become members of a church or anything. It was just like, who is this person? This is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they're beloved child of God, I wonder why they are here, you know? And so it was kind of approaching with curiosity, like was very cool. And you, you just never know who God will mm. pop into what conversations mm. will come up, so. That kind of reminds me of an experience too when Travis and I were traveling on our fellowship year, we noticed this, like if, if one of us would be sitting someplace um, we were much more likely to be approached by someone else and like a conversation struck up and mm. uh, a connection made. And I think when we travel in groups, um, we're much less approachable. Mm -hmm. We're like a little more intimidating or we're kind of self-sustaining. We kind of don't need the locals to, to reach out and connect with us or whatever. And so I think the, the fact that Jesus sent these people two by two instead of like, um, come on, everybody, we're going to go to this place, you know, just like a mass group descending on this village to do, to do this important work. I'm sure there was plenty there um, to, to cure the sick and to proclaim the kingdom of God. Um, but when you're going in a, in, a, in a very small group like you on Sunday, yeah, when it's just two the two people. of you, you're much, more, you're much more approachable. And I think um, that is when connections are, are made. And so maybe we, we have to kind of, um, I don't know, rethink how we do mission as a church. Yeah. Yeah, it's not when we all go out together as a church and like go to a park or something where there's a whole bunch of yeah. us. It's yeah, it's in the like smaller, more personal connections mm -hmm. and relationships. There's just two two people. Um, so mm -hmm. Yeah. Well that I, I don't know, we'll find out. Let's see if that leads into our Galatians <laughs> text or not. Our our New Testament reading. Galatians chapter six verses seven through sixteen. 
Do not be deceived. God is not mocked, for you reap whatever you sow. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time, if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially those of the family of faith. See what large letters I make when I am writing in my own hand. It is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh that try to compel you to be circumcised, only that they will not uh, be persecuted for the cross of Christ. Even the circumcised do not themselves obey the law, but they want you to be circumcised so that they may boast about your flesh. May I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the Lord has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. As for those who will follow this rule, peace be upon them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, good old Paul here, right? Oh. Galatians. Okay, wait, that up. is sassy. When you, who, when you got to verse 15, was like, I've heard that verse before. That was at the top of Pastor Brandy's summer newsletter lead article. <laughs> it was. I, that was my wow. first thought. Did you remember that? Um, yeah. A new creation is everything. Mm. And so if we're going to just pick and choose phrases and verses out of this yeah. passage, which is how I like to approach it, apparently, um, that's a good one. It is a great and one. I had forgotten what my summer newsletter article was even about, so I had to go back and go back and look but um summer's that's a good great. time to think about creation yeah so anyway okay now carry on with the uh the well that's a great place stuff. to start yeah mm -hmm. um yeah you know for those who attended the galatians bible study during lent we mm -hmm. talked a lot about circumcision and uncircumcision which is essentially uh paul's making the argument um you know uh, uh is do we have to keep following the law or do we are we justified by faith you know um and that was a big argument that was an unsettled discussion in the very early church. And Paul very adamantly uh, insists that we are saved by grace through faith. Um, and uh, even to the point of uh, chapter before this, ordering those who disagreed with him to go castrate themselves. Whoa. Yeah, Paul could be salty. Um, and uh, he also could be very full of himself. Um, but he, he was arguing for what thankfully predominantly one, at least uh, in the Reformation, rekindled the, yeah, it's not the, you know, we don't have to follow the old purity laws and the circumcision and all those things. Those those are not, not for us. Mm -hmm. Christ is for us, and that is all that matters. Um, so, here we are. He's, he's making the point so that even, uh, we don't have his original manuscript here in front of us, but he apparently <laughs> wrote it in his own hand and see how big the letters are. So I just picture him like writing big block letters yeah. at this point. Like, letters as big as his ego. Yeah, yeah as big as, <laughs> that's great. Yes. Uh, he wanted to get the point across to them, uh, you know, that it's not the, f the flesh. And I think, I think one thing I struggle with is, you know, he, Paul really, some, I don't know if he always means it, but like he really kind of just poo-poos the flesh. Like, you know, anything flesh is bad. Yeah. Anything pleasurable, anything joyful, anything that's, mm -hmm. that is nice, it just doesn't matter. It's all about the mm -hmm. spirit and eternal life. And that was a cultural thing back then. That was kind of the, the philosophical understanding of life was, 
you know, the flesh was kind of secondary and the spirit was right. all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dualism we call dualism, that, where they're yeah. just easily separated into spirit mm-hmm. and flesh. And I think our understanding has evolved. Kind of, the pendulum swings, right, yeah. maybe a little further back toward the Hebrew understanding of the Old Testament, which is like, we are a whole person. Like, yeah. we are a spirit. We are body. Um, all of it is us. All of it is made by God and can yeah. be used um, in good and holy ways. Yeah, the resurrection of the body, right? right. It's not just the re- resurrection of the soul. It's like some kind of physical... I mean, we can't really exist without our body. Our body is how we understand and interpret and receive information in the world, our eyes and our ears. and So, like, yeah, it's, you can't separate those two things. Right. Um, Paul, I think, you know, he's making the point that it's, it isn't what we do with the body that saves us or doesn't. It's Christ. Um, which is, is a good thing. <laughs> That's yes. a good news for us humans, um, right. indeed. Um, but can we talk about a, another cliche? I know you mentioned that before, but here's here's a line I bet everybody has heard before: "You reap whatever you sow." You reap whatever you sow. And I think I get what Paul is trying to to say here: that um, your actions have consequences, obviously, and so where you put your time and energy and priorities is obviously where you will probably bear the most fruit. So that being said, that cliche, that phrase gets pulled out of context mm-hmm. a lot. And I think, I think misused, I think pushed beyond its useful limit to the point where you reap what you sow. If that's what you're reaping, that must be what you sowed. And, you know, we were talking earlier about how that is just, that's not a very realistic uh, view of life in this world because life is just complicated. It is complicated. Well, like we were saying, you're like, yeah, you reap what you sow, but like, some of us have different fields that we're sowing in. Right. Um, some of us have different equipment that we get to use. Some of us have different seeds, and you know, all of those different variables can. <laughs> right. What if you get a effect. you get a hailstorm in in August? Like, yeah. you're sunk. You're reaping nothing, yeah. no matter how much work you put into it in the spring and the summer. Yeah, yeah, and you know, no matter what you do, some of the, some soil just isn't as good as other soil you know, right. for growing stuff, and so. So I think we just, we can't judge people by by the fruits that they're harvesting, um, because things are just not so linear, not so black and white as we would yeah. sometimes like to imagine, and um, you know, we we shouldn't be judging anyway, but we, you know, we tend to. Yeah, we, we are good at that, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I mean, he is kind of—he's wrapping up the chapter. I think I think there might be a few more verses after this, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. What do you think, Melissa? You have the answers? All of them. Oh great. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I I love again. You know, Paul. How often does he talk about boasting? Even when he's like, um, I only boast in suffering. You know, I would never boast. But if I were to boast, I would boast about all of these amazing things about myself. And in verse 14 here, you know, may I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. So his his heart is the right direction. I just think he can't help himself being a little bit uh, boasty. And um, it makes me chuckle because... Paul is just a just a human guy, yes. too. Um, pretty, pretty similar to the rest of us uh, humans who are just kind of doing our best to get through. But, um, but praise God, the Holy Spirit worked through him, and we have this ancient letter to discuss today. Yes. So, it, all kinds of interesting things. Do we have any um, closing thoughts for for these two readings? Anyone else want to preach on Sunday? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah. You know, Comment July, in the comments below. Yeah, it's July 4th weekend, so um, a lot of us might be tuning in over the live stream or radio, um, but wherever you may find yourself. But we hope you the, this discussion helps kind of prepare you for the text for this coming Sunday. Gives you something to chew on and think about. Um, and uh, we hope you can join us for worship wherever you may be this weekend. Um, it would be awesome. So yeah, Have a safe and happy fourth. Yeah, yes. take care everybody. For Pastor Brandy, Melissa, and myself, we'll talk to you again real soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you just can't do it, can you? Thank you for joining us today for another Wandering in the Word podcast here at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. 